If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 910 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. What's going on, everyone? Happy Thirsty Thursday. It's great to be back on the horse here. Missed you guys the last couple days. Again, I am off Tuesdays and Wednesdays, uh, but we are back at it. It's a Monday for me, so getting back into the swing of things. Uh, we got a lot to get to today, guys. A lot to catch up on here over the last couple days. Uh, number one, I have a play for you on Thursday Night Football. Big matchup here between the Bears and the Commanders. And once again, I may have a play that will surprise you a little bit. Uh, so stay tuned for that. And then we're going to catch up on NFL Week 5. Uh, I have five bets overall that are catching my eye. Some plays that maybe we should hit right now as these lines are moving. And also five bets in college football. Already told you one of my favorite system matches we have this weekend with you-know-who. Unranked home favorite, ranked opponent. But there are four other bets that have really caught my eye here with some sharp money, including one. Uh, it's getting down to a pick which is uh, about as sharp as it gets here. So uh, a, lot of, a lot of catching up to do, getting back into the swing of things, guys. Uh, last time we talked, we went went 1-0 on Monday, so I will take that every single time. Big win there with the Seahawks, Danny Dimes. Uh, what was his record now in primetime? What is it now, 1-12, 1-13? But I'm glad we kind of, um, you know, didn't just stubbornly say, you know, uh, and again, this has really benefited us the last couple of years, primetime dog, primetime under. Um, but really we kind of read the market and said, hey, uh, looks like there's some sharp action there to the Seahawks. Uh, you know, dog to fave, minus 1.5 to minus 2.5. Uh, got them on the money line, came through whether you laid the points or went money line. So great to see the Seahawks coming up bigly for the team. And by the way, Devin Witherspoon, that guy was awesome for us uh, on Monday night. So nice little hit there in prime time for the team. Uh, but mentioned it, Thursday night football play here for tonight. Catching up on NFL and college football, we'll do that at the back end of the pod. Uh, also wanted to mention, I'm getting my futures set. Uh, so obviously we are uh, getting closer to 
the sports equinox, which is all, you know, all four sports or all the major sports being played at once. One of the best, you know, some of the best time or maybe the best time of the year, just in terms of all different sports going on. Uh, obviously, we're <clears throat> pretty much uh, grinding NFL college football, but we have hockey returning here pretty soon. Uh, I did make two futures bets already. I am on Connor McDavid uh, to win the Hart Trophy. I tweeted that out uh, today. If you can get a little plus money, plus 125, um, or like even money. And then I'm also on Connor Bedard, uh, the next Connor McDavid for the Rookie of the Year, the Calder, uh, at around, I want to say, even money again, minus 105, minus 120, something like that. So I will be having some point total futures coming up. I'm just waiting on my buddy John Ewing from BetMGM to hit me up with some bets in dollars and line moves for point totals. Remember, we had a good year last year. Uh, I remember the Bruins, what they, was that, over 100 points, and they set the record, although they let me down in the postseason. Uh, but I love having some futures in pocket. So uh, a couple of awards already with McDavid, MVP, and with Bedard for Calder. Uh, but I will have in the upcoming days some point total futures. And then going to have some NBA futures as well. Uh, everyone around me in Boston is pretty excited for Drew Holiday. Celtics are all in, which I love to see. The ownership's willing to spend some money here. But uh, I'm also waiting on the next batch of data Going to have preseason games here coming up pretty shortly, uh, and I will have some um, over-under win totals as well. I saw the Celtics were 55.5, so uh, get ready for some futures to be added. Uh, also, we had our NBA betting guide come out today, so great work by the team at VEASAN. If you're excited about uh, NBA, uh, this is a great betting guide to get you uh, pumped for the season and get you ready. Futures, uh, you know, over-under win totals, awards, all that kind of stuff. And then pretty soon we'll have college basketball returning as well. So a lot going on in the sports betting world right now. Uh, but before we dive in all of our sweats, uh, I just want to update you guys on a few of those there. Uh, before we dive in, housekeeping as always. I always start off every pod letting you know that, hey, if you want more insights, you want more Visa in your life, a couple things you want to do. Number one, sign up for the newsletter, vsan.com slash newsletter. All you got to do is plug in your email, hit submit. And then moving forward, you're going to wake up every morning around 6 a.m., it's a little email from us. It's going to say from Bill at VEASAN. That's my guy, Bill D, who uh, puts the newsletter together on a daily basis. And what I love about the newsletter is, you know, whether you spend, you know, 60 seconds going through the newsletter or uh, you spend, you know, 20 minutes or an hour, it's just a quick way to wake up and let us tell you what the big games are that day. What are we, what's the team at VEASAN focusing on? Where are uh, our analysts focusing with best bets and, and uh, analytics and all, all the insights that we lean on? I'd also let you know what's going on in particular in Vegas. I keep seeing everyone complain about uh, what that Formula One racing where they're uh, redoing all the roads in Vegas, which looks pretty annoying. We went through that in Boston over the summer when they were uh, changing the tunnel by the uh, by Logan Airport. Uh, but let's you know what's going on in Vegas. Let's you know what's going on at Vison, and let's you know what's going on in the betting market on a daily basis. Links to all of our articles, promos for legal sports books. Again, if you're waiting to uh, open up that new account, now is the time with all these different sports about to start. Uh, so it's a great way to wake up every day thinking about sports betting. Again, that's vison.com slash newsletter. And then if you're looking to take that next step in your sports betting journey, we'd love for you to become a VEASAN All Access Pro member. You can sign up vison.com slash subscribe. You can save money by getting the annual subscription full year for $240. I know it's a lot of money up front, but it's a pretty good deal. It'll cover you. For the entire year, it comes out to just 20 bucks a month. That'll get you best bet picks, a live stream of all the VEASAN shows, all the articles beyond the paywall, as well as those great DraftKings percentages and the betting guide. So you'll get that NBA betting guide that just came out today as well. VEASAN.com slash subscribe. And then lastly, get on Twitter. Twitter's where the betting combo never ends. Twitter's where we stay plugged in to a real-time market, constantly moving, changing, and evolving. 
need to be the first to know, not the last, about things that could affect our bet. So breaking news, breaking injuries, following local beat reporters, creating a gambling community. These are all great advantages of being on Twitter. So make sure you follow us at VEASAN Live. We pump out great sports betting content all day. And you can follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can always DM me or shoot me an email, josh at vison.com. So that being said, let's dive right into our one sweat here for tonight. I'll be honest, guys. I know there are a couple of college games here tonight. Western Kentucky, La Tech, Sam Houston State Liberty. I just didn't really see much on either of these games, so I didn't want to force it. So just like Monday when we had one play, just got one play for you here today. Uh, so we can have all of our attention focused on this one sweat uh, and then, of course, we'll finish up the second half of the pod with some plays for this weekend uh, that are catching my eye in terms of sharp line moves. Also, kind of stinks we got to wait uh, for uh, baseball to return. I was hoping for some games here today, but there are a bunch of sweeps, so baseball doesn't come back until, when is that, Saturday. Uh, a lot of games here upcoming. So, with that being said, the big one tonight. Monday night, or Monday night football. See, I'm all screwed up now. That's what happens when you have Tuesday, Wednesdays off. Thursday night football, kicking off week five of the NFL commanders and the Chicago bears. Now I'm going to give you the breakdown on the side. Uh, again, my play may surprise you a little bit because you probably know me as a big dog and under guy as a contrarian better. That's typically where you're going to look toward. Uh, but you got to take each game individually and look for an edge regardless of where it may be. I think that's important too. like, you know, dogs and unders. That's my whole uh, majority of my thought process because the NFL is the most heavily bet public sport. Where does the public like to go? Favorites and overs. So therefore going unders and dogs are historically the smart play. Um, but again, each game, take it on, take it on its own merits. And that's why I'm going to actually look toward the total in this one. So I'm going to tell you why I'm not touching the side. And I'm going to tell you what I like for the total in terms of the side, a couple things going on here. Uh, number one bears. Let's just set the stage. They've had a very bad year on and off the field. They're zero and four. <clears throat> really surprising that their win total was seven and a half juiced up over. Uh, so odds makers thought they'd be a pretty competitive team. I know it's only a quarter of the way through the season, but uh, so far not very good. They're one of only two winless teams along with the Panthers uh, just lost to the Broncos 31, 28. You might've covered that three and a half or pushed the three as the uh, bears were a dog there and lost by three. Meanwhile, commanders, they started off pretty good. They're two and two overall. They started two and oh though. They've lost two straight, but they did have a really good showing last week against the Eagles. They only lost 34-31 in OT. They were eight-and-a-half-point road dog. Kept that thing close. So what have we seen across the board here? Well, this is kind of uh, one early move and then a lot of late buybacks. So the early move was toward the Washington Commanders. Commanders opened around a five-and-a-half-point home favorite early in the week, you know, Monday, Tuesday. We saw this line get all the way up to the key number of Commanders minus seven. But since that time, when it got to seven, all sharp buyback has been on Chicago. So a lot of respected money hit Chicago plus seven, plus six and a half. Now this line is down to six. Next move is meaningful to me. Does it tick back up to six and a half? Does it go down to five and a half? But I mentioned this on morning bets. Um, you know, it's really important to me analyzing every line move, but also uh, kind of being aware of when the move takes place because early line moves, they're still meaningful, but they happen when limits are low. When the odds makers are only allowing you to bet a certain amount, a lower amount, on these games. Why? Because they're trying to protect themselves when the line first comes out. If they put out a bad number, they don't want to get hammered by, you know, millions of dollars and take a big hit. So uh, all moves are meaningful, but the late moves are the most meaningful because that's when limits are raised. The biggest bets come in uh, the biggest, um, you know, uh, wagers basically take a position. And that's also when the odds makers are willing to accept the most amount of money 
because they've you know been able to analyze the game for multiple days. They get a feel for uh, where the sharp money is, where the liability is, injury reports have come out, all that kind of stuff. So what I'm getting at here is that this late movement is notable to Chicago. If you tell me you like Chicago, I'm not going to argue with you. You know, you're not getting the seven or six and a half, so you're missing the best number, but the line is breaking toward the Bears. Now, the public is all over the commanders. Public wants nothing to do with the Bears. Uh, you can ask yourself, you know, that's pretty obvious why they've looked so bad this year. Um, currently 72% of bets, 64% of money is going with the commanders. So they're the public play. Late movement is breaking bears. Bears do have a pretty good angle here as a contrarian play, only getting 28% of bets. They also match a pretty good system. Short road dogs plus six or less. They're 12 and nine against the spread this year, 57%. They're 186 and 122 ATS, 60% since 2019. Uh, supplementary factor here, Scott Novak, the lead ref. He's been a road ref historically. Road teams are 60% against the spread. But here's where, to me, I have a stronger edge on the total. I'll get to in a second, which is why I'm just going to play the total tonight. Here's where it worries me. Even though, like, gun to the head, you're making me pick a side, I have to go Bears. Late movement Bears, uh, contrarian spot here. But here's where it worries me. Justin Fields, he just doesn't cover numbers. He's 8-20 and 20 against the spread, 29% in his career. Uh, ATS. Also, uh, he's only four and ten against the spread as a road dog, twenty nine percent. Now, if you tell me like the Commanders teasing him down, I'm not gonna argue with you. Minus six down to a pick them. They just have to win the game. Historically, we have seen uh, Thursday night games be a benefit to the home team and the home favorite. It's just kind of a hard spot for the road team on a short week to go travel and then play. Um, so that's probably gonna be a very popular bet teasing the Commanders down. So. The late move, the early move was Commanders. Late move has been Bears. Bears are contrarian. Bears do match a betting system, but it's also Justin Fields who never covers numbers. So I'm saying to myself, okay, I'm leaning Bears, but I'm worried about Fields never covering numbers. So you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to focus on the total. I'm not touching the side. Um, what I'm going to do is go over. That's right. I'm going over. I don't know the last time I bet an over. It's been a while here. Again, I'm a big under guy. Uh, but I'm checking off quite a few boxes to hopefully hit a higher scoring game in this one. So number one, the line is going up on the total. Total open at 43.5. It's up to 44.5. What's notable there is that the tickets are pretty much down the middle, 50-50. Uh, currently 53% of bets are going over. But you got to think of it this way too. Public loves betting overs. You know, you look at a normal NFL Sunday, most games are, you know, 60, 70, 80% of bets taking the over. Why? Because it's more fun to root for points, root for a higher scoring game. There's that psychological public bias toward the over. Um, so 53% on this over, that's pretty much a split public. It's not a big public play, yet almost 60% of the money is on the over. So again, in a vacuum, 50-50, theoretically, a line really shouldn't move at all. So the fact that it rose tells me big money here is on the over. But here's where it gets good, why I want to sweat the over. The Bears, if you haven't heard, are fantastic to the over since the start of last season. Since the start of 2022, the Bears are 14-7 and to the over. 67%. That's the best in the NFL. They're 4-0 to the over this season. And how do you cash overs? You score and you give up a lot of points. So both teams uh, are having pretty good years offensively. Uh, they're both averaging over 330 yards per game on offense. Chicago is averaging 334. Washington is averaging 347, so they're both moving the ball uh, and generating offense, and they're also both really bad defensively. They're both giving up more than 365 yards on defense, 388 for Chicago, 367 for Washington. 
And here's where, to me, the over really becomes a smart bet. Not only is it a 50-50 uh, line move to the over, the total has risen. Uh, it's not a very you know public play to the over, only 53%. But you look at these defenses. They're just getting lit up. I'm hoping that continues tonight. The Bears are giving up 34.3 points per game. That's the second most in the NFL, only behind the Broncos, 37.5. Obviously, they gave up 70 uh, to the Dolphins. Commanders, though, you know they're a team that we kind of expect to be good defense. They got a really good defensive line. Uh, Rivera's kind of a defensive guy, but they're allowing 30 points per game. That's the fourth most in the NFL. So if both are scoring points and both are in the bottom four in terms of worst defenses or most points allowed, sounds to me like we might have some points here tonight, guys. Uh, it's going to be a perfect night for football, mid-60s, mid to high-60s, partly cloudy skies, mild five-mile-per-hour winds uh, at FedEx Field here tonight. So when I'm breaking on this game, I'm seeing a lot of reasons to take the over, and I do lean Chicago and, and, and kind of that late movement, but this is the thing. I think as a sports better, you know, in order for me to have both or two bets on a game, both a side and a total, I need all the boxes to get checked off. I'm kind of hung up on the fact that Fields just doesn't cover numbers. You know, I'm obviously rooting for anyone on Chicago because they're getting late movement and they're really contrarian, um, but I'm just going over in this one. Give me the over 44 and a half. I'm looking for points. Uh, bad defenses, hopefully some good offenses, uh, hoping, hoping we can get, I don't know, a 27, 24 game, a 30 to 27 game. Let's look for some points here tonight in the nation's capital. I'm on commanders bears over, 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 over 44 and a half. So that about does it for the first half of the pod here, guys. We're going to take a very, very short break. Just, uh, had our play here for Thursday night football, but we got more to get to. I haven't talked to you guys since Monday. So I have a bunch of games that I want to update you on. Five in the NFL, five in college football. When we return on episode 910 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast, with me, your buddy, your host, the guy you grind and sweat with, and cash bigly on the Seahawks with Monday night, your buddy, Josh Applebaum. Stick with us, guys. We'll be right back. Here are three reasons Zinn is America's number one nicotine pouch. We use food-grade ingredients. We have a wide selection of varieties, and they all come in two strengths. Find Zinn at a store near you. Warning, this product contains nicotine. Nicotine is an addictive chemical. Are you switching over to YouTube TV this fall to get NFL Sunday ticket? Well, guess what? If you are, that now means you can also watch VSIN. VSIN has a 24-7 channel on YouTube TV as part of the sports package. So if you're switching over to YouTube TV this fall, Make sure you also check out VEASAN, the sports betting network. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. I'm Hannah Storm, and my podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, digs deep into the history of professional basketball, along with my own as one of the first female sportscasters. Now let's get you up to speed on what else happened around the NBA today. We talked to all sorts of people I interacted with, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. 
and recap iconic moments. Yes, he's got it. Here he comes. Ray rocked the baby to sleep and slammed up. As well as some of the wild stories behind the scenes. We were like, what? What are we in for? The scoreboard crashes before we even tip a game off. Today, the NBA is a global sports and entertainment giant. Players are multimillionaires and cultural icons. Iguodala to Curry, back to Iguodala, up for the layup. Oh, blocked by James. LeBron James. And these stories are about how we got here, both on and off the court. And what's next? Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storr on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast to start listening all right everyone we are back at it i know it's a thursday but it's a monday for your boy uh tuesdays wednesdays i do have off uh once one want to once again give a shout out to ben wilson who's been doing a great job filling in with morning bets on tuesday wednesdays and ben had a a great hit on philly last night uh, with the fills uh so good job by ben last time i saw you we cashed the seahawks bigly so that was great to see uh daniel jones uh, had a rough game and obviously uh, we had that good sharp move, minus one and a half, or even a, a dog to a fave sharp line move to Seattle. So good to see that uh, play come, come through for us. Start of the pod, talking Thursday Night Football. Again, early move Washington, late actions breaking Chicago. Chicago has a few things I like about them, but Fields doesn't cover numbers, so I'm just going with the total. I'm going over 44 and a half. We've seen the line go up. We have a pretty good bet split, only half the tickets, but the line moved. Tells me smart money's over. And two good um, or two bad, 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 bad defenses. So hopefully we're getting some points here tonight. Uh, with that being said, now let's look toward the future. And by the future, I don't mean that far away. Just this weekend. So a few games here that have caught my eye. And again, we haven't talked in a while. So a couple games here I wanted to mention. One, the Tennessee Titans. Let's go Titans. I'm looking at the Titans guys on the money line. That's a one o'clock game at at the Indianapolis Colts. What I like about the Titans, couple things. One is a very sharp dog to fave line move. Titans actually opened. As a dog in this in this game, you opened around Indy laying one or, or one and a half at home. We've now seen Tennessee flip to minus two and a half. So I actually got a great email from someone talking about betting systems. They're, they're like, you know, do you blindly play your systems or, you know, how do you incorporate them? And my answer was, you know, I have systems that I kind of blindly take. Dog to fave, fave the trendy dog, unranked home fave, ranked opponent. I mean, uh, Army, Navy, unders, military, you know, you have these different systems here. But I think the way that I approach it is. You know, overall, I first look at line movement because line moves are driven by respected money. Then I look at percentages, bets and dollars to figure out where the public is and where the sharps are at. And then I try to layer on my betting systems. They're kind of like the tiebreaker or the cherry on top. And then, of course, you know, other supplementary factors as well, trying to beat the closing line, you know, yada, yada, yada. But anyway, um, this one I like for Tennessee first because of the dog to fave. Opening as a dog, flipping to a favorite. In ter- so that's the betting system match and the line move match. And then also, pretty good bet split here. Only 55% of bets are on Tennessee, but 76% of the money is on Tennessee. So really good low bets, higher dollar bet split. Basically, the public is split, yet the sharp money here is going with Tennessee. 
Uh, also, I'm going to back <clears throat> Vrabel and, T- and Tannehill, veterans, over rookies, uh, Shane Steichen and, of course, Richardson. Uh, so I'm going uh, I'm going Tennessee here, guys. Dog to fave line move, good bet split. Uh, I'm going Titans on the money line. I got them at minus 135. Bet that a little earlier today. I mentioned on the market uh, morning bets pod. Now it's up to two and a half, so you're looking at around a minus 145. But I like Tennessee here just to win the game. I'm not going to screw around laying a two and a half. Having win by one or two, odds makers open it, you know, close to a pick them, so they're expecting a tight game. So that's just a win-the-damn-game play for me. Tennessee now around minus 145 on the money line. Next one, near and dear to my heart. I tell you what, though, guys, it's doomsday. It's literally doomsday uh, for my New England Patriots, which is typically when I want to buy low on a team, uh, you know, fade the noise and, you know, buy low on bad news, sell high on good news, but not when the market is taking a position. I like to go with the sharp money. So this is a play for me, guys, on the New Orleans Saints. Saints at Patriots. You know, it's not just because the Pats look so bad against the Cowboys. Um, There's a lot of injuries for the Patriots. Gonzalez is out for the year. Judon might be out for the year. Uh, They're putting up, like, no points offensively. Ironically, you know, we we all blamed as Patriots fans uh, the two idiots, uh, Judge and Patricia, last year on offense. And they're actually averaging, like, five points less a game this year with Bill O'Brien. So Patriots have a bunch of issues. Belichick's on the hot seat, but even push that all aside, what's the market doing? It's going toward the Saints. This is pretty much a 50-50 bet split, yet New England open minus 2.5 at home. Guys, this line is down to Pats minus 1, and I see some books even going to a pick em. I see one book that might be flipping dog to fave to New Orleans. So this just tells me that the Saints continue to get hammered with a ton of respected money, um, and the Patriots are in a lot of trouble right now with just uh, – turnovers injuries mac jones probably not being the guy uh so it's kind of sometimes rare that you know the obvious play of betting against new england lines up with what the market's doing so market is continuing to get steamed toward new orleans i'm going new orleans here guys if you can still find a one i'll take the one if not looking at a money line play here at this point um depending on what book you're at you can get like a minus 105 minus 110 um that's going to be the play for me i got to go saints Bet against my Patriots. Uh, I like New Orleans in the spot on the money line. Keep on cruising. This one is kind of crazy, um, but when you dig a little deeper, it's not that crazy. Cincinnati at Arizona. A lot of respect and money on the Cardinals, believe it or not, guys. This game opened Cincinnati. Lookhead was as high as, like, I want to say minus seven for Cincinnati, but they've looked so bad uh, to start the year. They got a ton of issues. Obviously, Joe Burrow with his, uh, his calf. Uh, has not looked like the Joe Burrow that we expect. But this is all about the line move to Arizona. Now this game, again, look at was minus 7 since he. A lot of these books reopened like minus 5. Now it's all the way down to minus 3. And what's also notable is that a lot of these 3s are juiced up toward Arizona. I want to say it even maybe briefly touched 2.5 at one shop and came back down to 3 or back up to 3. Uh, but again, 50-50, line shouldn't move that much. It is steaming toward Arizona. A big advantage here would be offensively which is a huge surprise. You know, how is Dobbs the better QB than Burrow? You wouldn't expect that. Uh, but offensively, Arizona's averaging 347 yards per game, only 252 for Cincinnati. And then also their rushing attack. They're averaging, the Cardinals are, 143 a game versus only 70 for Arizona. So I would look at this one of two ways. To me, it's clear the sharp play is Arizona. Um, but does the public love for Burrow give you the hook again you know does it get back up to three and a half 
this is kind of a wait and see for me here. Obviously, I don't want to miss the three. Um, if it gets down to two and a half, then, hey, that's kind of the, um, the, the risk that you're taking here. I'm inclined to grab the three now, but I'm also thinking of waiting a little bit just because it's moved so much. Is there any buyback to where we get the hook again? But either way, guys, I got my eyes on Arizona in this spot. They look really, really sharp. Uh, next one up, I am looking at, believe it or not, the Denver Broncos. Let's go Broncos, baby. Uh, early in the week when I was looking at this game, I was like, oh, Jets taking a lot of money. Denver opened um, minus three, minus two and a half. The line at one point got all the way down to one and a half. I'm like, okay, let's go Jets. But the Jets are becoming such a public play in this one, guys. The Jets are getting um, 72% of bets. So you guys know the drill. Anytime a dog is getting 72% of bets, gives me heartburn. Those are the trendy dogs, the popular dogs that I like to bet against. Um, so when it got down to one and a half for Denver, started to see buyback today, bring it back up to two or some books even maybe going to two and a half. So late movement is breaking Denver in this spot. Now, Denver also has, aside from Faye, the trendy dog, only 28% of bets late action in their favor. Um, that good, you know, home, home field advantage situation, mile high. It's hard for, you know, visiting teams to come in and beat, um, you know, the Broncos and Russell Wilson, it kind of surprised me, but his numbers are pretty good. I think he's got nine touchdowns, two picks, quarterback rating of like 106, which would be the highest of his career. And they're coming off a win uh, versus the Jets, who covered last week, but it was because Patrick Mahomes decided not to score a touchdown. And Zach Wilson did look good in the second half. So the public is just saying, hey, Denver stinks. They keep you know, remembering that 70 points they gave up to Miami. I think it's a good opportunity to bet against the Jets, sell high on the Jets, buy low on Denver. Guys, I'm going Denver on the money line to win this game. I got Denver at minus 135. And then last play here, um, this to me is a value play. I'm not going to call it the sharpest play in the world, but how often do you ever get the 49ers only laying three and a half? It never happens. So this is an opportunity for me that I'm going San Francisco here, guys. They're at home against Dallas. Um, this game opened San Fran minus three. Thursday night football, it is now up to three and a half. And that tells me early on, or at least, you know, uh, open to now, the liabilities on Denver. Uh, Den or Sorry, the liabilities on San Francisco. Now, I don't love the fact that San Fran um, is the public bet here. So if you look at the betting splits, San Fran is getting 74% of bets, 79% of the money. But to me, I don't want to be with the public. Of course, you know, again, I don't like laying the worst of the number, which is, you know, three up to three and a half now at this point. But to me, there are certain situations when you get a really good team at a low price that it becomes a value play. So my value play here is just to take San Fran on the money line. Win the game. We saw them play Dallas in the um, the postseason. I think they beat them 19-12 to 12 last year. Covered that number. I think it was a three-and-a-half spread. I feel like I did take the Cowboys plus three-and-a-half in that game. And I want to say someone fumbled or it was it Prescott. I forgot what happened. Anyway, um, this is a play for me to just don't overthink it. You know, if San Fran loses, it is what it is. But the line's going in their favor a bit. They're at home. Um, this is a play here to back San Fran to just win the game at a price that you never get. I mean, San Fran at home, they're usually minus seven, minus 10, minus 14. Uh, now you're getting them on the money line to just win the game. Uh, and the price is only minus 180, minus 190. Uh, to me is a bet where you, you play, you play it, maybe not the sharpest play in the world, but a value play. That's like getting the Dodgers, you know, at like a minus 120 price or the Celtics laying one or two. Uh, to me, it's a value bet. 
Uh, so I'm going San Fran on the money line. I got him at minus 180. Now over to the college football slate. Uh, and again, I'll update you on some of these NFL games throughout the week. But for the college slate, a couple games that caught my eye I wanted to mention. Uh, one is Oklahoma. I'm going to go Sooners here, guys. Give me Sooners plus six. They're on the road at Texas. Um, this game actually opened Red River, River, Red River Rivalry. Say that ten times fast. Um, some books were six and a half. Even saw an opener of seven. Now it's down to six. And some books look like they're going to five and a half. So this line is moving toward Oklahoma. They're only getting 26% of bets in the most heavily bet game of the weekend. They would match as a conference dog. So, again, rivalry aspect, kind of like NFL division dogs. Built-in familiarity, levels the playing field, benefits the team getting points. I am seeing one book go to 5.5 now, so this, if you can get a 6 still, it uh, looks pretty sharp here with Oklahoma. Really bank on the offense. They're averaging 510 yards per game versus 478 for Texas and much better passing offense, 352 a game versus 287. And, again, two ranked teams going head-to-head here. Uh, I'm looking at Oklahoma to keep this thing close. So I took the plus 6 on Oklahoma. This one is so sharp, it's unbelievable. Texas A&M, let's go Aggies, baby. I'm on the Aggies. Would have loved to have gotten a plus three. Uh, this, this line is now down to one and a half, guys. This open Alabama minus three. It's down to Alabama minus one and a half, minus one. I was seeing reports that it might be trending down to a pick in Vegas uh, at the Westgate and at Circa. And what's most important is that the big public play here is Alabama. Uh, they're getting 86% of bets. Only 14% of bets are on A&M, yet the line's going to A&M. Someone loves A&M. I don't know if it's uh, the GOAT Billy Walters or who or syndicates, but a ton of money is pouring in on A&M. I also love the fact that that is an unranked team versus a ranked opponent. Uh, Bama's 11th. A&M's unranked. Much better offense for A&M. Bama's had their issues offensively. Can't really find a QB. Um, But they're averaging 443 yards a game versus only 363 for Bama. And much better passing offense. 283 a game versus 195. So, I'm liking A&M here, guys. I grabbed the plus one and a half. I think this line is going to, again, continue to trend toward a pick em. Next one up, I like Mizzou. Uh, I got Missouri at plus four and a half. They're at home against LSU. Uh, LSU open lane six and a half. The line's down to four and a half. I see some shops down to four. So this line is moving toward Mizzou. They're only getting 40% of bets, uh, but they would also be that unranked um, versus ranked opponent, conference dog, uh, and defensively. You know, you wouldn't really expect this, but they have a much better defense. They're only giving up 317 yards per game versus 429 uh, for LSU. So I like Mizzou in the points there. Jumped on the four and a half. I see one book four, maybe even going to three and a half. So a lot of money on Mizzou. I uh, mentioned my favorite play of the week, UCLA. That would be that unranked home fave ranked opponent. It's been great this year. <coughs> or not great this year. There's only one system match we catched last week. It's one and oh. But it's 40-31 and 31 ATS, 56% since 2017. That's the spread on the money line. Unranked home favorite ranked opponent since 2017, it's 50-22. and 22. 69% win rate, 11% ROI. So I got the money line here. I'm just saying, hey, don't screw around UCLA, just win the game. I got them at minus 175. You might find like a minus 165 now because uh, some of these books were 3.5 going to 4. Now it's 3.5, like it may get down to 3. But doesn't change my outlook here. It's still that unranked home fave ranked opponent. So I'm on UCLA on the money line. And then the last game that caught my eye, Texas Tech. Let's go Tech, baby. Uh, Texas Tech is at Baylor. And this is the dog to fave line move toward Texas Tech. It opened Baylor laying one or one and a half at home. It's now flipped to Texas Tech minus one and a half. Tech has dog to fave line movement. 
And they also have a pretty good bet split. Tech is getting 66% of bets, but 90% of the money. So a ton of smart money here going in on the Red Raiders. Uh, much better rushing attack, 177 yards per game versus 142 uh, for Baylor. So I'm going to bank on this dog to fave line move and go Red Raiders on the money line. Uh, shop around money line, you're looking at a pretty low price here, minus 120. Uh, that's what I got on the Red Raiders. Uh, so Texas Tech, UCLA, Mizzou, A&M, Oklahoma. Uh, these are the plays that I'll be sweating this weekend. So that about does it for today's VEASAN Market Insights Pod, episode 910. Uh, reminder, if you enjoy the pod, uh, if you miss it on Tuesday, Wednesdays, um, but if you have hopefully become a sharper better since listening to Morning Bets or Market Insights or the sharp reports that I write or the style of betting, I still really don't hear anyone else betting the way we do. I'm not going to say this is the only way to bet. I'm not going to say it's by far and away the west, the best way to bet. Obviously, the best way to bet is if you're a professional and you can set your own numbers and look for discrepancies, but not everyone can do that. So this is the style that I've learned over time uh, and has treated me pretty decently. Um, and if any of the ways that we look at games have helped you along your journey, you know, looking at going contrarian, betting percentages, line moves, system matches, fading trendy dogs, uh, late line moves, you know, avoiding parlays, tracking your bets, whatever the case may be. If anything that we talk about on the pods help you along your journey and you want to let me know you appreciate the hard work that I put in grinding in the arena, then there's one thing I ask of you. Go buy my book. Support the team. Pick up a copy for you or for a friend. It's called The Everything Guide to Sports Betting. Just go to Amazon.com, type it in, uh, and grab one for you or for a friend. It's got everything I've learned in the industry, how lines are set, how and why they move, how to read line movement, how to locate sharp action, how to place a bet in person or online, how to shop for the best line, how to set up a bankroll management plan, chapters on all the major sports, uh, as well as some of these sports coming back, NHL, NBA, college basketball as well. Uh, so you've already bought one. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. If you're going to buy one, it means a lot to me. I really appreciate it. With that being said, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, the Brook in New Hampshire, Foxwoods or Mohegan Sun down in Connecticut, at the Encore in Boston, in my neck of the woods, or Plain Ridge Park Casino or MGM Springfield, or out in New York, breaking hail records every month in the Empire State, or of course out in Vegas in the desert where the true grinders get down, where Billy Walters sends his number runners, where the lowest juice possible is found at the South Point, or sweating sharp contrarian plays with Stormy and the crew at Circa, getting a victory burger at the end of the night, the Mandalay Bay, or the Superbook, my two other favorite books anytime I'm lucky enough to get out to Sin City. Wherever it may be, you're going to walk up to me. I know it's been a couple days here, but you're going to show me that ticket from Monday night. Show me a Seahawks laying the points or money line ticket. Uh, big win there for the team. Let's see if we can get another one here tonight. Rooting for points going over 44 with the Bears and the Commanders. Uh, but enjoy your Thursday night sweats, guys. We'll be back at it tomorrow on a big Friday. Then we got another weekend here ahead of, of, uh, of football sweats. Uh, but it's good to be back, and I'm feeling a little better. Uh, I'm a full week of medication. Uh, you know, COVID uh, it beat me up a little bit. So luckily I'm done with the night sweats and freezing and then hot and the headache and all that stuff. Um, now it's just kind of low energy. So I'm trying to get back to my old ways here, but uh, the recovery is going pretty good. So I'm feeling better and I appreciate all your well wishes. Uh, but my parting words, as always, stay sharp, stay contrary and bet against the public. Place yourself on the side of the house. Always be with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? Of course not, but we are playing a long game. Always remember that. Don't let one game kind of, you know, uh, force you into, you know, bad decision-making. You know, stay true to the model. Against the public, with the house, with the pros, flat bet, avoid parlays, get some CLV. If you can do that, and if we can do that together, 
we're going to be successful sports bettors. So enjoy the sweats, everyone. Have a great Thursday. Back at it tomorrow for a big Friday. Should have some biting plays for you tomorrow. Uh, big UFC slate this weekend, so I'm looking forward to that. Uh, but good luck, good luck, everyone. Let's get some points tonight. Enjoy your Thursday night. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.